1: All Sports Talk is sponsored by Good Neighbor State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home. SoCo Roofing and Restoration. First Bank serving Murfreesboro, Smyrna, and Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, they'll handle everything. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care. And the Blue Raider Insider Report, sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance,
0: and Steve Rucker with RAI Advisors. We put the all in all sports talk. From the preps to MTSU, we've got you covered. It's all sports talk on Rutherford County's Place to Talk.
2: Good afternoon. Welcome to all sports talk. The Tuesday edition. Another hot one in the borough, and it's going to get hotter. Got Got a fun show planned for today. I will start off by saying two MTSU baseball players, uh, pitchers actually, were uh, drafted in the Major League Draft yesterday. Uh, Eric Swan, who went right to Oakland High School right here in Murfreesboro, was drafted in the fourth round by the Los Angeles Dodgers. And Jaden Ham from nearby Col- Cullioca, uh went to uh, Columbia Central High School, drafted in the fifth round by the Detroit Tigers. So you think about all the players eligible all over the country and to go 137th and 143, respectively, it's a pretty big deal. It's the highest uh, an MTSU player has been drafted since Bryce Brent's was a first-round pick a few years ago. But anyway, congratulations to them, and congratulations to our guests today eric draper he um he's a local boxer uh lives here in the borough and um he's uh has described himself in the past as a journeyman fighter he um holds currently holds four belts Uh, most recently won the tennessee middle state championship middleweight uh belt in nashville uh a week or so ago and so we're glad to have him on today eric thanks uh for joining us today.
3: Oh, thank you for having
2: me. Um, Eric, let's kind of backtrack in time. I know I think you were from Memphis. Uh, how did you get into boxing?
3: I got into boxing uh, probably around, i say uh 2003 when I, in, when I was in the Army. I joined the Army in 99, 2000, and uh, about, I did about three, two or three years in the Army and decided to take up boxing while I was in the Army. So I've been doing it ever since.
2: And you, you've kind of been a work in progress, haven't you?
3: Uh, yes, sir. You know, just taking fights. Uh, Style had a decent amateur career. I had over uh, 55 amateur fights. Um, won the Golden Gloves. been to the USA Nationals, fought some good fighters there. And then I just, you know, turned pro probably a little early. But because of my age, it didn't make any sense to be amateur anymore because I wasn't going to the Olympics or anything. So I just went on to turn pro and. And uh, it took some tough fights, won some, lost some, but, you know, it was all a process on me getting better. So, and that's what I've been doing ever since.
2: And you won, what, about 13 in a row?
3: I won 13 in a row, one for my 14th win coming up in uh, August 12th here in Murfreesboro down at the Embassy Suites, promoted by Matthew Young of uh, TriStar Boxing. So, I'm right back at it, a quick turnaround after the last fight.
2: And you like to stay active, don't you?
3: I think uh, staying active is important because the only way you're going to become a good fighter is by fighting. You're not going to become a good fighter by taking long, extended breaks. The upper-level guys, the guys making six figures and more, they can take those breaks because of so much amount of money they have to get paid, they have to generate. So uh, I don't have to worry about that. So I can fight you know, three to four times a year is what I like to do.
2: And, you know, you're hoping, regardless of what the reason is or how it comes about, whether you're filling in for somebody, is to get one of those big uh, money fights, isn't it?
3: Absolutely, absolutely. That's that's the goal is to try to get a a big fight, Um, you know, not necessarily for the money, but for the, the people in the gym, the surrounding areas, and the people that watch me. Uh, so they can see the journey and see how hard I worked to get there. And it gives them hope knowing that if you work hard and pursue your goals and pursue your dreams that you have a chance to get there too. The problem is is that it's so hard to get there, and it's even harder to stay there, but it's very hard just to get there because you got to think maybe the top 2 or 3% of boxers is going to make six figures or more. And, you know, and that's the reality of, of any professional sports where you're talking about NBA, Major League Baseball, NHL, auto. It's only the top three, 3% of those guys that really can do this for a living. So, but if you stay focused and, you know, put God first, you'll have an opportunity to get there. All you want to do is get there. Once you get there, then you can prove your worth once you get there.
2: Eric, as he mentioned, has won 13 in a row. Uh, he's 2010 and 1 um 2110 and 1 2110 and 1 okay and um you most recently fought um Aliba Aliba right
3: Yep, Alexi
2: Alexi Leva yeah and ironically he was the last fighter to best you in a decision correct
3: Correct Yeah he was a, he was the last fighter that beat me 5 years ago I haven't lost a fight in five years. So uh, I could say for 46 years old, I've been doing pretty good.
2: I was going to say, I was kind of leading up to this. Eric is 46 years old. Uh, so I guess, are, are you the Tom Brady of boxing?
3: I like to call myself that.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I like to call myself that. Just, you know, taking care of your body. I don't drink. I don't smoke. Uh, I don't go out. Uh, I don't have a lot of bad habits. so And I work out, I stay in the gym all the time. I believe that if you uh, condition your mind and condition your body right, it'll put out when it's time to put out. And that's, that's pretty much the goal. I think Tom Brady could have probably played up until he's 50 years old, you know, with the NFL rule changes of, of hitting the quarterback and things like that. So uh it's a little different from boxing because you're going to get hit. You know, it's up to you whether or not how many times you want to get hit.
2: So what was the um in your re- most recent fight which was at the old Smoky Distillery in Nashville um, what was the difference in that fight now that you you did you you won a decision didn't you Yes
3: sir a unanimous decision
2: uh, What was the difference in that fight versus the first time you fought him
3: The first time I fought him I think I, I slugged with him I slugged with a slugger. You know, I brawled with a brawler, and that's not necessarily my game. And it was a four-round fight, and in four rounds, anything could happen. And you fight, you, you fight a, a real fast fight. It's almost like an amateur fight, but adding another extra round. And, you know, it just played, I just played right into his hands. He was, he was stronger. He knew exactly what he wanted to do. Um, and he brought me. He beat me on a majority decision, and then we fought again june 30th down at the old smokey and it was it was different this time i boxed him this time i you know i i came in with a a better strategy usually in rematches one guy gets better one guy either gets worse or stays the same and that's what happened with him he never got better he just stayed the same because he was so accustomed fighting that style that he never and he couldn't adjust in the middle of the fight so I was able to just outbox him, outbox him, outmove him, uh, bull, manador type thing. Sometimes I slug with him. Sometimes I'll grapple him, hold him, and make the rep break us up so I can control the range and distance. Uh, it, it, it was an easy fight. I just felt like I just ran, you know, maybe a five mile run versus him. You know, he he was battered and beat up, you know, from mentally to physically. So. And I think that was that was the difference. You know, just I just came in with a game plan and my game plan was better than his.
2: And when you when I talked to you before that fight, you were pretty confident, weren't you?
3: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I was I was very confident. I mean, take for the fact that I haven't lost the fight, I felt like the the guys I had already beaten leading up to this fight were better than him. So and I knew that he was a one trick pony. All he had was come forward and try to brawl and bang with you, Uh, Coach Bill did a great job down at Champions Corner where I trained at here in Murfreesboro, came up with a great strategy, a great plan, him and uh, Coach Carruthers, and I just followed the game plan for eight rounds, and it worked out perfectly. He was confused. He didn't know what to do, so I was very confident leading him to the fight.
2: We're joined today by Murfreesboro boxer Eric Draper. Um, This portion of the show brought to you by First Bank, where the bank remains true to its ideals since founded in 1906. That's First Bank. We'll take a quick break and be right back.
4: there's a lot of people out there talking about testosterone you hear about treatment centers everywhere but do your homework and go to a provider that you can trust one that's been doing it for years i recommend low t center on medical center parkway in Murfreesboro. that's where i get my levels checked at low t center they make it quick and easy walk in take a simple blood test and then with their on-site lab you get the results in 25 minutes if you've been feeling tired grumpy weight gain or loss of muscle mass these could all be signs of low testosterone levels low t center is not not like a typical doctor's office where you have to wait a long time to see the doctor. Low T Center is concierge medicine exclusively for men. They have affordable and convenient options including physician monitored self-inject treatments that ship directly to your home each month. No need to drive to the center for weekly visits. Right now at Low T Center it's only 25 bucks to get your testosterone level tested. So what are you waiting for? Go to lowtcenter.com to book your appointment online. That's lowtcenter.com. Low T Center, reinventing men's healthcare.
0: I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together. Give me a
2: call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your home and auto. Hey, if you're looking to wind down after a hard day's work, Uh, Join us today. Um, Eric, you mentioned that Champions Corner and you got introduced to Bill Taylor who was quite a kickboxer himself. We were actually um, we didn't go to the same school, but we graduated at the same time and he was a a big deal back in the day. I think he got ranked as high as third in the world. Um, How much has he helped you and what things... Have you learned from him, or that may be a little different than what you were doing before?
3: Uh, yeah, I mean, he's he's a great trainer. He he's very strategic, and he he has a high intensity level. So you know, when you come in, you're going to learn, but you're going to work hard while learning. And he and he makes it fun. He makes it interesting. So what I learned with him is defense, 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 leg movements, uh, control people with your jab. Um, control range and distance. So um, that was kind of everything that he had taught me was kind of what I used against Alexis That range and distance, that jab, the using my feet. You know, by him being a kickboxer and probably one of the best, you know, karate guys in in, this, in the state of Tennessee or in in the world. He knows a lot about using your legs, using your feet, making sure how to take care of your body, make sure you're stretching. Before and after, that was some of the things I never did. I never really used my feet. I was kind of flat-footed. Now I can be a little bit on my toes when I have to. Uh, My conditioning is outstanding. So he has brought a lot to the game, which he'll say he didn't bring much, but he really brought a lot to the game. And he's very good, you know, being able to market yourself, teach you how to promote yourself, because that's very important in, in boxing. You gotta know how to promote yourself. You gotta know how to market yourself. You gotta know how to get sponsors and, and things like that, because that's what keeps the that's what keeps the train moving.
2: You mentioned conditioning. What, you know? How do you conditioning? How is it different in boxing, say, versus football?
3: Oh man, I think football is more of a stop and go type sport. You get a chance to rest. Boxing is continuous. You get that one minute break. And it goes by so fast when you're fighting three minutes. Uh, So you got to think you're fighting a 12-round fight. That's a 45-minute fight. So you you cardio, cardio, cardio. So I do a lot of running, a lot of running, a lot of cardio. I try to uh, put as much stress on my body as I can leading up to the fight. So I want to go in in great condition because that's what gives me the confidence, knowing that I can outlast the next guy. You know, he might be better skilled than me. He might be, you know, younger than me, but he won't be in better condition. So when it's time for me to outwork him in the eighth, ninth, tenth round, I I can do it. I'm able to do it. So in football, it's more of stop and go, um, hand it to one guy, he runs it, y'all run up, and then y'all huddle up, you can call timeouts. No timeouts in boxing. The only timeout is somebody gets laid out, that's it. You know, yeah, that's the break. You know, somebody gets somebody gets knocked out and and fall down. You get, you know, he has ten seconds to get up. If he doesn't, the fight is over with. You know, like they say, you don't play boxing, so you can't call a timeout. You call time out and wave the white wave the white flag, which is the towel. Get the rest attention. Fight's over. Yeah. You know, so,
2: well, you know, you mentioned you mentioned that minute in the corner when you get to sit down flies by three minutes to go out there and you know slug it and do what you know what or you know whatever your tactical way of going about your craft is at three minutes (laughs) is a long time it seems to me i'm just thinking me getting in a fight with somebody uh, three minutes would be a long time to go at it. So I can only imagine the training you do have to to prepare for that.
3: Oh, definitely, you have to put everything in the boxing. You can't be a, a one foot in and one foot one foot out. You can't be a part time boxer. And I think sometimes that's what the advantage is for some of the upper level guys. They don't have to go and punch and clock me for eight hours at a job or 12 hours or 10 hours or whatever at a job and then figure out how they're going to train around it when their whole job is the box is, you know, and when they fight those guys, they already have an advantage because the whole time they've been training in nothing but boxing. If you didn't a 12-hour shift, you're not going to feel feel good about going out, having to run, having to train, having to spar, uh that's just not going to be something on your agenda that day because you're going to be exhausted from working. So, and, and that's kind of like the advantages and disadvantages. So, um, yeah, that's the key. The condition condition is always going to be the key in everything.
2: And you know, this for you, this is full time work, isn't it?
3: It's full time work. It's full time work. Uh, luckily, luckily, full time work. I was able to you know retire from the government and. I kind of just, you know, live off that and and do what I have to do off that. So um, I've been able, I've been blessed enough just to train all year round, train every day, train as much as I want. And sometimes I even feel like I'm not even in the best condition I can be in. And, you know, and that's where I want to keep my mindset is always feel like I have to get better in something, whether it's going to be my conditioning or whether it's going to be, in the ring, working on different strategies, working on my jab, working on my right hand, working on my combination. It's always something to work on, and that's the mindset you want to stay in as long as you're going to be participating in a combat sport. I think it's the mindset you need to have if you're competing in any sport, any sport, whether it's basketball, baseball, football. You know, you want to keep that mindset saying, I got to get better today than I was yesterday and keep improving. That way you can be one step, two steps ahead of everybody else. That's how you win.
2: Well, I can tell you, I, I, he looks very well conditioned to me, folks. And <laughs> uh, the dude is the dude is ripped. I mean, he is chiseled, and uh, you can tell he puts the the work into the gym. Well, let me ask you this: uh, you go you go tomorrow. You're going to start training. What's a typical day look like for you?
3: Typical day, um, I wake up at four. Um, be on the be on the road by 4:30 running. and That's 4:30 a.m. Uh, then I go to the Gold's Gym, do my strength and conditioning, do that. Uh, after I do that, then head on down to Champions Corner and um, Coach Bill. I have a, a, a plan according to the guy I'm fighting. We'll go through uh, four rounds of shadow boxing. We'll go through three rounds of jump rope. We'll go through four or five rounds of mitts, four or five rounds of hitting the bags. And uh, then we'll do what I like to call uh, floor work, which is the, you know, like your sit-ups, your push-ups, your neck exercises and things like that. So you might put in a, two hours and 30 minutes at just at the boxing gym. So, yeah, that's that's the typical day is every day.
2: Um, what about your diet as, as, far, but, uh, as far as what you that, eat daily?
3: Daily, uh, I try to eat, when well, I get up in the morning, when I go run, I don't eat anything. I just go run. uh When I come back, then I'll eat uh, banana, yogurt, uh, I drink some tea, I drink some Gatorade, and I drink some water, try to hydrate up. Then I head on down to uh, go to the gym to do my strength and conditioning. Then I eat again. So I try to eat a lot because I'm Hey, technically I'm fighting at a weight class that I'm typical a 154 pounder. I fought 141 as an amateur. So I'm fighting at 160 and most of those guys would be a lot bigger than me. They're coming down from maybe 185 190 when I'm coming down from 165 to 160. So that's they have an advantage. So I try to just eat as much as I can to put in all those calories that I burnt so I can be stronger. But I also want to put the right things in my body. So I try to eat a lot of pasta. I try to eat a lot of salads and fruit and stuff like that. I try to stay away from candy and, and, and things like that because that's that's, that's what I call uh, junk food and it doesn't really store pretty good in the body. Not as good as, uh, you know, the natural the natural energy, you know, like oranges, bananas, apples, you know, things like that. They got natural sugar in it. So I try to stick to those things part as of as my diet. But I pretty much just try to eat as much as I can when I can and try to eat as healthy as I can. You know, it, for everybody is different. Everybody eats different. So and it works for them, so hey.
2: We're joined today by Eric Draper, forty six year old. Middleweight state, Tennessee state middleweight champion is joining us today. We're going to take a break. Uh, We'll be back. And Chip Walters will join us with the Blue Raider Insider Report.
1: This is Pastor Nikki Ajapong, the lead pastor of Holy Hill Chapel in Murfreesboro. Here are sermons on WGNS every Sunday night at 7.30. Our congregation is made up of a variety of nationalities. Visit Holy Hill Chapel, TN.org to hear our podcast. Good afternoon. It's been a mess over here with a serious crash
5: on 65 Northbound, just before Rosa Parks and Metro Center. They've had it closed there as you come off the West Loop. Again, what a mess through the heart of downtown on 40 Westbound. Especially again that wreck is being cleared. But it's uh, a traffic shut down over there for the last two and a half hours on 65 Northbound at Metro Center Rosa Parks. It's increased quite a bit to the south now. Down into Brentwood Franklin 24 still looks good out through Rutherford County. Just watch for lots of radar on 24 around 8:40. Hey Nash Painting Services, all of Middle Tennessee. If you want your house painted right, the first time high professionals, call Nash Painting. Check them out at nashpainting.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic.
3: WGN.
0: Listen to us anywhere. News Radio WGNS is Rutherford County's place to talk. 100.5 101.9 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com.
1: You've seen the ads out there, companies wanting to buy your home. But why sell yourself short when you can get fair market value? I'm Lisa Patton. If you have an estate to settle or a home to sell, call Parks Options. We'll work with you to sell your home or property in any condition with no costly repairs on your timeline. Why accept one offer when you can have multiple? You need Parks Auction. We look out for your best interest. Call Parks Auction today. We handle everything.
2: This is Monty Hale for SoCo Roofing and Restoration. They're local here in Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. They gladly offer free inspections. If they determine there is damage to your roof, they'll walk you through the entire process. Find them online at southernroofexperts.com or give Donnie Shattuck a call at 615-801-9837. That's 615-804-9837. SoCo Roofing and Restoration, your local trusted roofing expert.
0: it's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's
1: time for the Blue Raider insider report from Chip Walters of Exit Realty, Bob Lamm & Associates. Sponsored by Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors and Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance. The report coming up after this. Are you paying hundreds of dollars too much for your home and auto insurance? Let the team at My Team Insurance help, a true independent insurance agency that represents you in protecting your home, your cars, your business, your life, and your health. Call My Team Insurance today, 895-4201. That's 895-4201. Proud to be sponsoring the Blue Raiders and proud to say, let's go blue.
0: All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSradio.com.
6: Well, good afternoon, everybody. On my way right now to Nashville for the kickoff event of the 2023 Blue Raider Blitz. Gets underway at 5.30. Just got underway right, right about now at Jackalope Brewing Company in the capital city. We'll be having a panel discussion on college sports. Uh, I'll be uh, honored to lead that. Joining football coach, Rick Stockstill, director of athletics, Chris Massaro. Also on the panel, Don Davenport, uh, Kayla Anderson, and Jill Jelnick. So uh, that's kind of in celebration of the 50th anniversary of Title IX coming uh, to a close This uh, as we move into year 51. The uh, tomorrow is going to be another one coming up at uh, lunchtime in Smyrna. That will be eleven thirty to one at the Smyrna Event Center on Thursday. There's a double dip with two events, one at lunchtime in Franklin at Huckleberry Brewing Company, and then on Thursday night in Manchester, five thirty to seven at Common John Brewery, and on Friday. It'll be a big one here in Murfreesboro, 5:30 to 7, over at Cedar Glades Brews, just off of Broad Street, right behind uh, Chewy's. Then next Tuesday, a week from today, the uh, Blue Raider Blitz will wrap up in Shelbyville at Riverbend Country Club. But again tonight, there is uh, it will be at Jackalope Brewing Company, and uh, it'll be we'll have full uh, report on that tomorrow. Maybe a couple of interviews for you coming for that. Yesterday was a big day for a couple of Blue Raider baseball players. Eric Swan, uh, Murfreesboro native, been selected by the Los Angeles Dodgers with the 137th overall pick uh, in the Major League Draft. He was a junior this season and was the number 240 prospect going into the draft. And uh, he was a compensatory pick by the Dodgers in the fourth round. He is a uh, power-throwing right-hander who spent three years in the Blue Raider program, two of those years under the tutelage of Coach Jerry Myers. He uh, featured in the starting rotation as a sophomore and a junior, and he can throw it in triple digits. He is drafted higher than any Blue Raider since Bryce Brentz, who went in the first round, number 36 overall, back in 2010. Well, after Swan was drafted, just six picks later, at pick number 143, which was early in the fifth round, Blue Raider pitcher Jaden Ham was selected by the Detroit Tigers. He was listed as the number uh, 218 draft prospect coming into the draft by MLB Pipeline, but went at number 143. He is a native of Cullioca, Tennessee, played his high school ball, at Columbia Central for Mark Pickle, and uh, spent three seasons in the Blue Raider program, and was a starter in each regular season series this past year. So congratulations! Those are those are big time deals for Eric Swan and for Jaden Ham. Middle Tennessee uh, Middle has a lot of players playing in uh, summer league college leagues around the country, everywhere from the Atlantic coast to Alaska. There's a full list of those On GoBlueRaiders.com, also Sam Doughton's uh, podcast series, the Coaches Check-in series, uh, on uh, GoBlueRaiders.com. The latest dropped yesterday, and that was with Head Coach Rick Stockstall of Blue Raider football. It's about a thirty-minute listen, and uh, you can uh, download them and leave them on your device and listen uh, at your leisure, or you can listen right off the website. All right, that's it for today. We'll have another. Update for you tomorrow, coming up right here on WGNS. Looking for a charming home close to downtown and MTSU? Look no further than this three bedroom, two bathroom, zero lot line at 1341 Sharon Court. This home features a spacious living room, an open kitchen, and a primary suite on the main floor. It could be perfect for a family or a couple who wants to live in the middle of everything while still in a private neighborhood. Call for a showing today, 615-542-1915. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates.
5: When you make the right decision, it feels good, like picking the perfect accent rug or choosing a good night's sleep over an all-night crime show binge. It feels really good to make the right insurance decision, too. That's why State Farm is here, to help you select the right protection at the right price. Hello, I'm State Farm agent Deb Insel, and I'll make sure that you understand your State Farm coverages so you'll know what to expect if the unexpected happens. With State Farm, it's easy to make the right choice. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
0: All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome
2: back to All Sports Talk. I'm joined today by Murfreesboro boxer Eric Draper. Eric holds four middleweight belts, or is the owner of four middleweight belts right now. What are they, Eric?
3: It's the I have the uh, the USDF International, USDF USA, and USDF uh, Midwest, and I also have the uh, Tennessee State Title, middleweight title, which I'm more proud of than anything.
2: You've got a, you've got a lot of uh, shiny things, then, don't you? <laughs>
3: oh yeah, oh yeah. It's just something you know to remind me of all the hard work I put in and. You know, you have to be rewarded with something. You know, it's called prize fighting. So that's, you know, sometimes you may not get all the money, but maybe you can walk away with the belt. So, you know, to me, that's more valuable than the money. Money comes and goes. So those belts you can stick around for a lot longer.
2: Now let me ask you this. How much you know, basketball coaches, they're big on scouting opponents. You know, they've got in this day and age of video, uh, they study their opponent. How much of that? Do, how much of that do you do?
3: Uh, I study him too. <laughs> I watch him too. Whoever uh, Matt or Coach Bill come up with that they think that'll be a good fight for me, I pull him up on YouTube or whatever video he has out there, and I watch him. And I study him. That's what it's for, you know it's not watching study and see what he likes to do and take away his weaknesses and and come up with a strategy to beat him so just like any other sport some you know some people try to listen to mayweather and say oh i don't even watch video i just you know go out there and fight I, i'm pretty sure he's watching something on his opponent so it sounds good to say it but it'd be only smart to watch your
2: opponent and figure out what he can do, do good, and what he doesn't do good, so you can use that to your advantage. Yeah, you've had. I know one time you were going to fight. I think somebody in Alabama, and they pulled out right at the last moment, almost, and you had to fight another opponent. How difficult is that when you train for one and then get somebody new that maybe you don't know a whole lot about?
3: Well, that's where your amateur experience come in at uh, being able to make those adjustments on the fly. It may take you, you know, a few seconds to realize what he likes to do because most fighters come out and show you, hey, this is what I like to do early um, and see if that is going to be able to work. But if you fig- once you figure out their game plan and figure out what they try to do, you just make your adjustments, you know, it, it, it it sucks, but it's part, of, it's part of boxing. Guys fall out. Replacements come in all the time. You know, you use your amateur experience and, and the experience that you have in boxing from pre- previous fights. You use that as you have it. cuz uh, It's only five punches in boxing. That's it. So, you only got two hands. And that's it. <laughs> so, you just... There's nothing else. Somebody's going to do what they love to do. So... You just got to figure it out. Um, you have a team.
2: You, you've been able to stay healthy, not get hurt. Um, a lot of boxers aren't afforded that, and they're pretty strict on when a guy, let's say, that gets knocked out uh, can come back and fight again. Explain how all that works.
3: Well, when, it, when a guy gets knocked out or gets stopped, we call it getting stopped, it's... uh. The doctor comes, each state is different. Some states it's 60 days suspension. Some, days, some states it's 90, 120. It depends on how severe the stoppage was because uh, sometimes you, you, you might get stopped of just knocked out cold. They may want you to get an MRI. They might want to get you a CAT scan. Uh, whatever the doctor says that you have to do in order to get cleared. So, um, but that's, that's part of the game because they, you know, the doctor, his whole purpose or her whole purpose is to make sure that you're healthy before you come back to, and start fighting again. So you have to just follow the rules. You know, if you get stopped, you know, you're going to have 60 to 90 days on the shelf to get yourself healthy, go get cleared, and come back
2: again- or retire. <laughs> Again, we're joined today by Eric Draper, Murfreesboro boxer, 46-year-old who holds four belts right now and uh, will be fighting in August. Uh, we'll take a break and we'll uh, be right back and we'll, we'll talk about uh, what's coming up in the near future and on down the line. We'll take that break right now.
1: When news breaks, when traffic's horrendous, when the weather's bad, be the first to get the news, traffic, and weather you want with a text alert from News Radio WGNS. Free text alert. Sign up online at WGNSradio.com. Good afternoon. It's been a mess
5: over here with a serious crash on 65 northbound just before Rosa Parks and Metro Center. They've had it closed there as you come off the west loop. Again, what a mess through the heart of downtown on 40 westbound. Especially, again, that wreck is being cleared, but it's uh, that traffic shut down over there for the last two and a half hours on 65 northbound at Metro. Santa Center Rosa Parks. It's increased quite a bit to the south now down into Brentwood, Franklin. 24 still looks good out through Rutherford County. Just watch for lots of radar on 24 around 840. Hey, Nash Painting services all of Middle Tennessee. If you want your house painted right, the first time by professionals, call Nash Painting. Check them out at nashpainting.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your
1: on-time traffic.
6: We do it your way at Sir Pizza
1: Join the team at Murfreesboro's favorite pizza restaurant Sir Pizza is now hiring at all three locations Come by and be part of the team at Sir Pizza
6: A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Ken Ayer. Find out more about Creekside Assisted Living 895-3002 or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com.
0: All sports talk on News Radio WGNS. On FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSradio.com. Welcome back to All Sports
2: Talk. This portion brought to you by First Bank. Locations in the borough, Woodbury, Nashville, and 46 others across the state. That's First Bank. Eric Draper, Murfreesboro Boxer, joining us today. All right, Eric, you said you're fighting in August. When is that again?
3: August 12th, uh, Murfreesboro, Tennessee, right here at the uh, NBC Suites, uh, promoted by Matthew Young of tri Style Boxing.
2: And um, Embassy Suites is 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 really a neat venue, isn't it?
3: Oh yeah, it's very it's very cush, uh, very plush, and very very nice uh, venue. Plenty of room, plenty of space. We usually pack it in. A lot of people, the attendance is crazy. Uh, the fights are great. You know, it is definitely a great great event, great uh, great venue, a great show, great promoter. Everything is just. It's just a plus. he does a really good job. He does a really good job and putting on good shows.
2: and And do you know who you'll be
3: fighting yet? Uh, as of right now, it's gonna be Larry Smith coming out of Dallas, Texas, a uh, real good fighter, uh, a pro fighter with over sixty, sixty pro fights for uh, everybody All the top fighters. so it's gonna be a very competitive fight. I'm ranked just a little bit higher than him. So not too much higher. We're talking about maybe like two or three people up. So this is a fight that he must have, and it's a fight that I must have. So it's kind of like a crossroad fight. So but the for to keep going to the next level. So I'm I'm really looking forward to this one. This is going to be a real good fight. Uh,
2: you haven't fought him before, though, right?
3: No, sir. No, sir. find fought fight. Um,
2: what from what else you you know? What are his strengths as a fighter?
3: His strength. Uh, he's tall. He's lean. Uh, he's gonna come out and try to dominate with his jab. He's more of a jab uh, right hand type guy. Looks like he wants to throw double jab right hand. He wants to throw the uh, the jab right hand. He he loves to throw that right hand so he he can get right hand crazy. But he's also he will go down and go to the body. And you have what you have to do. You have to beat him. You have to beat him with his experience because he has a lot of experience because he's been in the ring with everybody and has a lot of fights. So uh, definitely not a guy you could take for granted, but it's going to be very entertaining because I can see both of us maybe fighting in the center of the ring because I don't want him to control the range and distance. He's a little bit longer than me, so uh, a little bit taller than me. But I still think uh, we keep it in the center of the ring it will be a real good fight. I don't want to give up my strategy right yet. So,
2: you um, you had a pretty good reach on your Lexi, didn't you?
3: Uh, Lexi was five eight. Uh, oh yeah, you know I'm six one. So his whole game plan is to get on the inside, and he only has—that's all he had. You know, get on the inside and try to go to the body and and out brawl you uh, with those short arms. But hey, you know just out boxing it's called boxing that's that's the name of the sport by bo- called boxing not called a street fight so just boxing and and that's how i got the, that's how i got the win so i'm i'm really uh but you know you could be five eight and be a real good boxer you can be five nine and be a real good boxer i've seen them, so and fought some of them so you don't height is just one of the tools that you're blessed with but if you don't know how to use it, it can become a disadvantage just as much as it could be an advantage.
2: So we mentioned you have short turnarounds. This is a really short turnaround, isn't it?
3: Oh yeah. You know, I mean, we got we just got done fighting June thirtieth. Uh, look, we got probably like five weeks to get right back into the gym, right back to training. Uh, whatever injuries you had in the last fight, try to get those taken care of as as well as train, spar, and get ready uh, for another, pe- another tough competitor. So uh, when you got goals and you got dreams, they're not going to accomplish themselves. So somebody has to go out there and get them, and you're the only one that's going to go out there and get them. You got to go out there and do the work. You got to put your body on the line. You got to sacrifice your time and sacrifice whatever you have to do to get to that main objective. Once you get there it's gonna be all worth it at the end.
2: Did you come out pretty healthy from the last fight?
3: I came out pretty healthy. Not not too banged up, but, you know, still you know, I want to get myself to a hundred percent. Nobody goes into a fight hundred percent. You know, something's always bothering some fighter, whether it's gonna be his hand whether it's going to be his ribs or, you know, his foot or, you know, his leg, whatever, something's going to be bothering him because the, the training camp to prepare the fight can be just as intense as the fight. The fight is supposed to be the payday. You know, the, all the work is put in in the gym behind the scenes where nobody sees, you know, the, the, the fight's a payday. So those training camps and those sparring sessions can be really intense. So...
2: Let me ask you this, I'm sure you know a lot of fighters in in other weight classes and, and you you several of you are being promoted by the same, you know, company and things like that. Do they ever give you a hard time about being forty six?
3: Oh, they used to, but not anymore. <laughs> 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 they they used to, you know, I think it used to, you know, people was like, why are you fighting? Why are you doing? You know, because I, I made a goal for myself and I feel that uh, I can accomplish it, you know, with the right people behind me. Uh, but I have to win. I have to do the work and I have to work really, really hard because I'm going uphill. You know, I'm not, I'm not on the, the playing field because of my age. Maybe a little bit of lack of experience or, or whatever the case people might say. So I'm always traveling uphill, and the only way you do it, you got to work and you got to put have those blinders on that this is what I'm here to accomplish. And you just hope that you get a team around you that says, "Hey, hey, I, I want to help you reach it. I want to help you get there because it, it's going to benefit everybody at the end. Yeah, it's gonna benefit everybody.
2: I didn't know if they called Joel the Man or anything like that.
3: I right, all the time, all the time, <laughs> all the time. Nobody came in with the walker or anything, so I'm I'm blessed on it. But you know, it's it's all fun. It's just fun and games. You know, I I think the young guys have fun, but they also know that I'm serious about my craft and, and what I'm doing. I take it serious. So
2: the fights um the the night at the Embassy Suites. I know there's going to be. Uh roughly how many other fights will there be?
3: He usually tries to put on between seven to ten fights. Uh we also they also gonna have a, another big standout fighter in here in Murfreesboro, Burrow, uh Junior. He's also gonna be on a car heavyweight. Um, I think he's thirteen, thirteen and one. So he's gonna be making his uh, appearance back, getting you know, he's getting himself healthy and he has a big fight as well on the same card. So the cards that, that Matt usually puts on are pretty good. He pretty, he does a real good job putting on a very good show uh, and making it very entertaining for the, the guests and for the people that come in and watch these fights because that's what's important. You know, the fans are important. You know, without the fans, you can't keep the train moving. Without the sponsors, the fighters can't keep the train moving. So you need every you need everybody. Rally behind, it. rally behind these fighters, rally behind the promoter, and, and support the show, support the fighters, and you know, and, and see hopefully see one of these guys, you know, at the top. You know, they got to start somewhere. So maybe it's me at the top, maybe it's somebody else at the top, but they all started here.
2: You know, sports is so much about the the fans, as far as the adrenaline you can get off of them. If you if you, you had? Fights where they were a big reason, or they helped carry you through to win it.
3: Absolutely, absolutely. The last fight against Alexi, uh, a lot of people showed up for me and came out and supported me, and and it really made a difference. You know, I could feel their energy and feel their passion for the for the fight, and you know, just gave me an extra boost to continue. You know, so. Uh, boxing is not easy. It's not an easy sport. You know, it's whoever's the most violent, and the most strong wins. So it, you know, it's just the way it is. When you have the fans and you have everybody out there supporting you, it really makes a difference. You know, you're not you're in there by yourself, but you're bringing every everyone else with you. So that's why they say where you're from. That's right. Murphy, Murfreesboro, Tennessee, Memphis, Tennessee, Nashville, Tennessee. He's representing the state of Tennessee, you know, and that's what, that's always been my goal to bring a huge fight to whether it's Nashville at the Bridgestone or whether it's in Memphis at the FedEx Forum. You bring a huge fight and you give the city, not only the city, but you give the state that economic boom and you get, you can get all your supporters and everybody to come out. It's just, it just benefits everybody financially. As far as the sponsors, as far as the the city, the local businesses, things that of that nature, and you know, it also benefits the fighter. The fighter finally get a chance to fight on a big show, and he finally get a chance to get paid. And you know, he can end his career, go off into the sunset. And just got to be smart with his your money, and smart with his decision. But everybody, everybody can eat off that plate because even the local fighters have a chance to fight on a bigger card who you think they're going to fill the undercard with? They got to get the local fighters to do it, you know? So everybody gets a chance and that's what I want to do. Give everybody an opportunity to make money. Not only me, not only my team, but also the uh, surrounding area, whether it's in Nashville, getting them an economic boom. You know, it's one of the fastest growing cities in Tennessee or in the world. Matter of fact, and, uh, just keep it going. So just keep it going. That's
2: the goal. That is the goal. All right, Eric. It was a fun show. Uh, good to talk to you again. And uh, good luck to you at the Embassy Suites next month. All
3: right.
2: Thank you. All righty. That's Eric Draper joining us today on All Sports Talk. That'll do it for today. We'll talk to you tomorrow.
1: Sports Studios in Los Long-